0: in my video game yeah. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Donkey Kong Artist Podcast, the number one podcast in the entire world for listeners of the Donkey Kong Artist Podcast. I am one of your... Host? Uh, I was going to say one of your co-hosts, but that seems redundant. I'm one of the hosts. And none of us are co-hosts, Eddie. We're just hosts. I don't want to put that qualifier co in front of there. It makes us look like less than. I'm Patrick Shanley. I'm joined as always by my fellow host, Edmund Arnold. Eddie, how are you doing? I'm doing really well. I'm doing...
1: I can't complain. I'm doing... What got, you, a new, got a new car. You're eating, clearly. What um, are you eating? Drinking, um... Whiskey? Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on a tangent. No, I'm not drinking whiskey. I'm drinking, um... Starbucks coffee mm-hmm. and I don't they don't give straws anymore. So um so you have well, an iced you have, coffee. You have to ask one. Ask for one. So I'm I'm drinking through this horrible lid that Starbucks makes now which I don't like at all and the ice is always going in my mouth
0: and I don't like it. I need straws. <clears throat> give me give me paper straws. Like I need I, straws. I never understood why every other Thing in the entire store can be wrapped in plastic or the cups can all be plastic and everything that's shipped to them can be in plastic and there's plastic all over everywhere in the entire world but straws are the one thing where we drew our line on like well we can't have plastic on that every other product that you buy is wrapped in plastic or in a plastic container but straws—that's the
1: issue. Yeah, and I'm not, and I don't care about plastic straws. Like, I will take the paper straws. That's fine. But like, offer me a straw. But Give me right? a straw. Yeah. Like, don't mess up my straw game. All right. And I, I'm not the type of person that like likes to drink out of lids. I think this—I think it's nasty. Maybe right. you should drink hot coffee instead of iced coffee, like a weirdo. Well, I accidentally ordered a iced coffee. Um, How do you
0: accidentally order an iced coffee?
1: Because I did the Starbucks app, and I just did the last order. I was lazy. All right. I woke up late. I had a late night playing some awesome games because there's so many good games out right now and didn't get a good, good enough sleep so i just you know i just messed up my morning and i'm in reno so every everything everything's off right now but i'm I'm good i'm really good i'm really yeah
0: good. i mean that bay area to reno time change is really it, it messes you up <laughs> it's just like oh man <laughs> like it hurts
1: man it hurts <laughs> The culture uh, change from the Bay Area to Reno is always... It's
0: actually monumental. becoming less and less of a culture shock going from the Bay Area to nah, Reno. Nah, uh, nah yeah, It's still a little different. Nah, it's not that nah. much different. I Reno don't know if you have go a, downtown Reno.
1: Reno people have a certain crust about them that I don't see in the Bay Area.
0: There so. is a crustiness to yeah. Reno. Yeah. There's we, don't a lot wash more.
1: Our lakes. we don't wash our legs if we're from Reno.
0: Yeah, a lot more cowboy hats, a lot more like uh, those... those Testicles that hang off the back of like a big truck. Those rubber balls. Yeah, 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 way more prevalent in Reno than it is in the Bay Area. As much as I would like to talk about Reno in the Bay Don't Area the it, entire I mean, time, uh, we will get into your games a little bit later. But I want to start off this week with the uh, the sales reports that came out from both Xbox and from uh, Sony. Uh, sorry, I should have said Microsoft and Sony because both of these companies are so huge and diversified that like gaming is just like a small slice it's always funny to cover their earnings but we're in the thicker earnings season and we got some cool news from both places uh the leading headline across both companies was that the xbox series x and s i guess i don't know xs a little seems a little unfair to count both of them but whatever Uh, and the ps5 are both now the fastest selling consoles for their respective companies which is a little surprising for me considering how hard it's been for so many people to get their hands on these consoles
1: yeah, it's like eight people own, own, own all these consoles that are out right now. I'm one of them. Woo. Yeah, same here. But like, I feel like up to like ten people are whole like the 4.5 consoles that are out there right now. Whatever that number was. Um, but yeah, i It's it, it's not surprising considering that this is the exact market for video games right now. I think COVID hit and people were had a lot more time at home, so people mm-hmm. were a lot more interested into getting into these consoles and trying them out. For the first time, or even just upgrading. Uh, people had money. People had the stimulus checks. Mm-hmm. Um, people had, you know, money that they were getting from... You know, there was, a, there was access money going around. I believe some some people had access money that they could put into um, buying a PlayStation 5 or Xbox. Or, or they
0: check. just used those stimulus checks and were like, screw it, man. I'm buying a PS5. I mean, I, I stimulated the economy, so... Um, yeah, man. That's what they were for, so...
1: Um, I feel like it was just the right storm for them to sell like this. And it's remarkable, like you said, given that there's just shortages everywhere.
0: What would it have been without the shortages is what my question is. People just
1: killing each other in stores over for these consoles, apparently. (laughs) Like... Yeah, just like stabbing each other in the neck for
0: a PlayStation Five. I just the I end of Game of Thrones. Just people smashing each other, and then the Night King shows up, but then dies like really quick, and the whole thing <laughs> just crumbles. And we were like, "Why did we waste all our time doing this?" D and D, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little surprised by the number only because of the supply chain issues that we were having. And I would have loved to see what it would have been like had there not been that issue. How high were these numbers have gone? Just to put it in context, um, and these are kind of estimates, but they're coming from the companies themselves, sort of. It's about 10 million PS5s were sold and about, I think it's 6.5, yeah, about 6.5 million Xbox Series X and S sales. Um, though yeah, I don't think... No, I know that's cheating. That's yeah. ridiculous. You can't. That's that's together. bush league, Microsoft. Yeah. What are you doing? I don't hey? like that. I don't like that. Whatever. Fudging the numbers, man. Hanging Whatever. Chad. Whatever. Remember that? Which, yeah. yeah, I do remember hanging <laughs> Chad. We're old. <laughs> I was a little surprised to see um, the Xbox, which we've been talking about forever. And I mean, like, I feel like the last couple podcasts we've mentioned this. It is now having its moment, and I know that it sold less than the PS5 but it's selling surprisingly well. I'm surprised that this is the top selling console for Microsoft because it just didn't feel like it had that much buzz when it launched. And I think the Game Pass, I guess, is like the reason why people are buying this. And then the flip side of that is that PS5, uh, they told us, uh, let's just get into this, I guess, right now too, Uh, their, their video game sales for their exclusives were a little bit lower than I think what I would have expected. Returnal only sold five hundred sixty thousand copies, and Ratchet and Clank, which is a new game, has only sold one point one million copies, which are both a lot lower than I expected them to be.
1: Well, this might be a dumb statement, so, uh, but I'm going to say it anyway. I'm bracing I, myself. I, I like to make dumb statements. Do, does this account to the bots that are purchasing so many PS5s? Because the bots don't necessarily need to buy any games, right? So is this number is there alluding huh. to a like larger problem that a lot of a lot of bots have these PlayStation Five sitting in warehouses? Yeah, nobody's actually why. playing them. I, I, that's what I mean. Like, just no one actually buying games because no one actually has these consoles. It's just a couple of people who have all the consoles, and I'm just I don't like. I said it's a dumb comment. I don't know how how uh,
0: is it dumb? Because honestly, how could there's only three exclusive games on. The platform right now right we have miles morales which isn't technically exclusive because it's on ps4 unless you want to count astro's playroom but that's a pack and it doesn't count mm-hmm. you have Returnal, and then you have ratchet and clank rift apart ratchet and clank which sold the most of any of them is 11 engagement rate right like it if you factored in how many ps5s have sold only 11 percent of the people who have them have bought this game that seems a little low right
1: that seems very low especially given how well that game was received by critics and that's what, I feel like that's what drives a lot of video game sales, especially with our generation, our review scores and that game on Metacritic I think is sitting at around a 90, I could be wrong
0: and it's Um, well deserved, it's a stupendous game, but I wonder I mean, is it the fact that it's a kids game too is that part of it Uh, look, scalpers, scalpers buy these things to sell them, right, at inflated rates, but at the same time if that's true, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Do 10.5 million people sitting at their homes right now have a PS5? Or how much of that 10.4, 10. 10.1, 10. whatever the number actually was, over 10 million. How many of those are sitting in a warehouse and so somebody's just trying to inflate that price as much as they can? And if these numbers
1: are reflecting what they're reflecting, what are these people playing that are buying a PlayStation 5? Are they just sitting at home and playing Apex and, Fortnite, or not Fortnite, Apex and Warzone? And That's
0: then why buy a, a PS5? Playing?
1: I don't know. Just a habit, I guess. Um... Because a big reason why I went out and purchased mine is because I wanted to have it and I wanted to play Ratchet & Clank. But I also thought Ratchet & Clank was going to be coming out. Um, sooner than it was. Wait, no, Ratchet & Clank was not delayed, actually. No, um, it's one of the rare ones yeah. that came out. <laughs> so, but I thought of PS5 because I thought I was going to be playing Horizon. I really like the first Horizon. Nope. Uh, we're going to get into that pretty soon. I thought I was going to be playing a God of War this year. We're going to get nope. into that pretty soon. Um, so I was under the impression that PS5 was going to have all these launch titles. And, and that's why I rushed out and bought one. I think a lot of people. And I think we also need to remember, Sony has incredible brand loyalty. I think out of all of the <clears> other, like, you can talk about Google, you can talk about Microsoft, you can talk mm-hmm. about all these other people that are getting into. I could be wrong, but I don't
0: think anybody has as strong as brand loyalty as Sony does. I think they're definitely up there, but they've earned it. That's why, because they make stupendous products. I mean, look at their exclusive titles. That's why. It's also been around for a long time at this point. You know, it's been 20 years now of having PlayStations. Longer than that. Sorry, oh, no. It to be the, longer than that. Yeah. I was thinking of the PlayStation Two for some reason. I completely just wrote off the PlayStation One, even it's though that's my favorite games of all time. That's it is. Racist. It is a little racist. I yeah. think right? that yeah, PlayStation that was
1: white and PlayStation Two was black. You know, you're just God. You're just beating into the system. <clears throat> <laughs> 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 into the system. Look at you. It was gray.
0: So I think technically oh, okay. that's a gray right. area. But right. regardless, I will take I'll take are, the L on that are one. Are gray people white? <sighs> is that a, man? Is that... Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Wait, sorry. Who are gray? Dead people? Like so? If I had grayscale. Uh-huh. Or another Game of Thrones reference. <laughs> I still just keep be, it going? Would I still be considered? So would I still? Was it Jorah? Would I? Would he still can be considered a white guy, or would he now be considered a gray guy? Dude, that guy would be white no matter what. Okay, okay. That guy's white. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I'm just I'm just wondering. All right. I'm just wondering. No, we got to the bottom of it. It makes yeah. sense. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Uh,
0: I, I I just think that if you are somebody who's looking at the PS5 now and you Let's say you can get it, right? Like, it's not a supply chain issue. I want to know what you're buying it for. And I want to know oh. why you're choosing it over the Xbox, which has Game Pass. <clears throat> and, and why, you know,
1: why now? You know, why not wait? Because you can still play all the games that you have. And... I think, you know, it's cool that because, like, my PlayStation 5, I can play all my PlayStation 4 titles on there. Yeah, but they look exactly the same. Exactly. But, well, some of them have the update. Like, we have a Ghost of Tsushima. I can never say this. I have a list, Do not yell at me. Um, we have a Ghost of Tsushima director's cut coming soon. And, you know, they have. But that's a 4K. not, but it's not out yet. Right? right, but it had a 4K update, and it plays differently on PS5. I think Last of Us got that 60 frames per second uh, 4K update. So they've been updated. Some of these games have been updated so they can you know this
0: they look better they play better um do you really think people are buying it for that like truthfully uh, the only people who are buying it are just because it's the next new thing they do they don't care that they can play an old game that they've already beaten at 4k i I don't think people are buying it to replay old games but i think less than one percent of people are.
1: we could be wrong because look people are buying it and what are they playing they're buying it and they're not buying it so we're, we're like literally contradicting ourselves right now
0: I guess, I just, yeah, I'm just confused. The whole thing is just confusing to me. I, I also am just, look, every time we talk something good about Xbox and like, oh, look how good Xbox is doing, dude, it's still like barely better than half of what the PlayStation 5 is doing. Yeah, I don't know, but these Xbox numbers, I
1: they're good, and I think they're just going to continue to improve. And I think- They're good for Xbox, I guess. Uh, but you're going to see a shift, man, because Sony has no games coming out this year.
0: Xbox has games coming out this year. What so. games, though? I mean, like, good games. Like, Death Door is Halo good. But... Is a
1: hu- Halo's a huge game. And that's but it's,
0: I know out. Halo is coming out. Well, yeah, okay, like, I guess it is. I mean, people are playing it right now with the flight test, so it seems very likely and look, that it is going and look to hit, at- but... Look at the uh, fervor around that flight test. Like people are like, man. Yeah, I'm Halo, genuinely pissed bad. off that I'm not in that flight test. I've like, I've just been bummed out all week. You should have stayed at Ven a little longer. I <laughs> if it
1: was then should have stayed I alive. Bet you they have a whole to... bunch of Halo copies right? Well, I there. bet you they don't. <laughs> I'm being positive, okay.
0: <laughs> Uh, I'm just I'm I'm a jaded, sad, bitter old man. Uh, yeah, Halo's great. Like they have Halo, but at the same time, Halo's coming out in the holiday season, which is still the end of the year. And then who knows when Horizon's going to come out or God of War? Like, what if they just come out in January? What the hell's the difference? Like two months, seven weeks, eight mm, weeks. I don't. Think I'm being an optimist in, now. I don't think they're coming out in January, my man. I don't think they're ever coming out. Uh, I think they're all a lie. It's uh, all an elaborate I, scheme, and Sony is laughing at us. They're, they're like, coming. They out. bought it.
1: I think our April, March that area. I think that time of the year is. I agree with you. I think that's probably the most
0: likely scenario. It's
1: it's going to be disgusting unless Sony has like a 2022 release schedule like Marvel, where they have something coming. And dceu like next year too,
0: like they have something coming out every like three to four months. Yeah, we talk about it in um, we talk about it in gaming all the time, but like there's also this this backlog of stuff. Though you're seeing a lot more of in 2021 because. weirdly hollywood seemed to adapt a little bit better than i thought they would um but there's like this block now of all these things that were supposed to come out over the last two years that will now be hit in 2022 just pop culture in general in 2022 is going to be it's like whiplash inducing oh my gosh it's going to be so much going
1: on it's going to be so annoying um twitter it's too much really oh god twitter's gonna be so annoying in 2022
0: yeah because twitter normally is like the best place on the planet it's an amazing
1: place but yeah it's (laughs) I it's going to be overwhelming, and we're not even talking about the amount of movies that are coming out. So, like, if you are a pop culture fiend, you're going to be satisfied. Um, satisfied. Satisfied. But forget it, it all. But I, and you know we don't have release dates for a lot of these games that have been delayed. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just I'm interested to see what the next couple of months are going to look like in terms of sales, especially with this Horizon Forbidden West. Wait, was that the DLC?
0: No, Forbidden West is the sequel. Okay, Zero right. Dawn is the original. The DLC I can't remember off the top of my head. It's too much, frankly. Like the name Horizon is not what I think of as that game. Frozen no, Wilds. Video, that's like games, it is Frozen video Wild. games
1: are <coughs> stupid.
0: They they have dumb names, but
1: yeah. Um, so yeah, with that game being delayed, we have no God of War is not coming out this year. If God of War comes out this year, I'll kiss you in the I'll kiss you in the mouth. Uh, no, I don't think God of War is coming out in 2022. To be honest with you, I think it's going to hit 2023. i I can. I I honestly believe that they need to push it back to 2023 if the slate looks like what it looks like right now.
0: Why? Because what's the benefit to Sony of doing that if you don't have... I mean, they might have other ones in the pipeline, too, but you might as well space them out. Uh, uh, Right. And I know it was announced that it was delayed.
1: Um, Did they give us a... I don't know if they gave us a 2023... Um,
0: They haven't. Right now, it's supposed to be 2022. Like, that's, like, the number that they're putting on it. But who knows? These things are changing all the time. And frankly, why would I believe any release date that anybody ever says? And what comes
1: out in 2023 and 2024? And I know that's, like, looking very beyond... but a lot of these developers have been in the working with these games for such a long time. I'm wondering what the you know the future is going to look like after 2022. But that's a different conversation for a later time.
0: Yeah, um, I don't know. That's the other thing too. So like when things get backed up, it's not like you're just back on a regular schedule. It shifts everything. So like the fallout from a lot of this is going to be weird. It's just it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a
1: lot. Um, and I'm wondering because right now we have Sony has Horizon coming out next year, God of War coming out next year. What else have they announced, like, big title-wise that are coming out next year? As
0: far as exclusives go, I'm not really sure on that front, but there are a lot of insane games, like, set up to come out in 2022. I mean, like, just that, there's Callisto Protocol, which is from the original team that made Dead Space. Um, We got that Prince of Persia remake, which got pushed uh, into it. I don't know if that's a PlayStation exclusive. I don't think so, Oh, my God, that
1: Prince of Persia remake.
0: I forgot Um, about that. We're supposed to get more Final Fantasy 7, I think, in 2022. Yeah. Ghostwire Tokyo. Yeah. Um, the Hogwarts game. Sifu, Yeah. Uh, I mean, oh Horizon, my God.
1: Hogwarts, Batman, Gotham Knights. Um. Yeah.
0: I mean, this is completely outside of this because this is Nintendo, but I do want to get into that. We have the Legend of uh, the Breath of the Wild sequel. Um, Splatoon three. That- there's just there's a lot. It's insane. I mean, like I'm going through this list right now, and it's just it's bananas how many games are set for 2022. Suicide which who knows God if that's gonna. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, when's the Guardian of this Galaxy is supposed to come out? There's the Avatar game. <laughs> it's just a lot. There's too much, frankly. It's too much. How am I supposed to play all these? Oh, the Avatar game. Yeah.
1: <laughs> are yeah. you excited about that?
0: No. But
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, yeah. No. I mean, I yeah, I am. Cause I'm interested to see what a video game looks like that's tied to a movie in 2020 2021 2022 um, it's a
0: different thing man it's not like how they used to be guardians of the Galaxy is this fall okay so we still have something oh, happening in 2021 wow there's too <clears> much <throat> okay guardians of the galaxy is next year. starfield is supposed to be next year too right starfield thank you i was meaning Soccer to say that when i forgot is supposed about it.
1: to be next year we still have uh people were talking about well you know and i'm a pc player so we have baldur's gate 3 is supposed to be releasing next year uh, company of heroes 3 is supposed to be coming out next year Those other big pc titles it's yeah it's like <laughs> elden man,
0: ring in. um jesus uh we'll I also have the, the the steam deck 2 will be out like hardware side yeah
1: yeah the new nintendo switch on oh, the new nintendo switch is uh 2021 um we have that um we have a lot of indies and I. Oh, so this is a problem that I'm having, not a problem that I'm having. This is something that I'm worried about, and I want you to weigh in on this. Uh-huh. Do we think that with so many triple A titles being pushed to 2022, are they? Is the indie scene just going to get swallowed up next year?
0: You would think so. Well, I don't know. The indie scene just kind of like I don't know how much do you, uh, I don't do know. They I'm they trying to
1: think. Legs of... to kind of and I, I know it's like we're, we're grouping all these indie titles, are all these indie yeah. studios together, which is very unfair. Um, but I, you know, just in a, in general, do you think like the top, do the top-notch indie studios to the, I'm gonna say medium-level indie studios. Uh, do you think they have enough legs to stand up against? If we're gonna get a triple A release, it looks like we should be getting a triple A release every month. The way it pans I- out.
0: I guess I would just love to see if it even matters for indie games. I feel like indie games, like, are unaffected by the AAA market. Like, right now, indie games have a moment because they have the spotlight because there's so many delays with AAA titles. So I kind of want to see how this year ends to see how all of these are received. But really, the indie scene is thriving so much, and it's not, like, going to slow down. I feel like if you want to find these games, you're going to be able to find them. What I really want to know, too, is how much the Steam Deck is going to affect the indie landscape because I feel like that is a huge game-changer for indie games.
1: I, I think the Steam Deck is too expensive, um i think it's too expensive and it's too heavy but we'll see and i don't think that many people who don't have a pc are going to be that interested in buying a steam deck but I, I could be completely wrong
0: i think no i think you're right in a sense i think it's a canary in a coal mine situation to use a really lame metaphor and outdated cliche uh, really outdated cliche when's the last time when was the last time you were in a coal mine or knew anything about coal mines So we still have coal mines yes i'm getting off topic yes uh, we do <laughs> What I'm saying is is that if I don't think this is going to be a runaway success, the Steam Deck. I don't think Valve needs it to be, but I do think it's a good testing of the waters to mix my metaphors a little bit of more things like this coming out in the future. It is now like, oh, this is an option to play these types of games. It might get a small selection of new people getting into these types of games, these types mm-hmm. of PC-type mm-hmm. games. And then in the future, when the second one hits, when the Steam Deck 2, the Steam Deck Series XS comes out, that's when... This will come to fruition. I think it's a, it's a long yeah. play, and I think Valve, I think Valve knows that. Yeah, I think you're right. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty smart, Edmund. Sure. So, yeah. Like, sure. You know. Yeah. I'll give you that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll give you one today. Yeah. So yeah, but the, it seems like the only games we have slated right now, like with actual dates, is Elden Ring on January 21st.
0: Mm-hmm. What the hell is Pokemon Legends Arceus? What isn't Pokemon Legends Arceus? Is that like another Pokemon? No, I don't think it has anything to do with Pokemon at all. It's completely unrelated. It's a Game Freak game. (laughs) It's an open-world Pokemon game. Is it really? Yeah. I I think... Wow. Which is weird. Aren't, like... I mean, we literally have a legitimate 100% real-world open-world Pokemon game called Pokemon Go. Like, Wait, there's nothing more it? open world than Pokemon Go.
1: Wait, why isn't that other Pokemon... What was the last Pokemon... Dude, there's too many of these games. I'm sorry, I don't I'm care. Not, I
0: genuinely don't care about Pokemon. It's I, too much I all care, the time. I They're care. all
1: exactly the same. I, I buy all of them. I care. I buy all of them, and yet I don't know... The why?
0: There's no called. difference. But wasn't the what last
1: the f- one an open world game?
0: I don't care. Aren't they all open world games? <laughs> I think so. I mean, even the Game Boy one is technically well, you, an open world game. You need to care because you need to listen to me, okay? I'm trying to I'm trying to have a conversation with you. I don't want to have a conversation with you. I just want to sit here and listen to myself talk through a microphone. <laughs> okay, fine. Well, fine. Well, I,
1: well, we're having a full podcast about this Pokemon Legends because I want... I have no... What, why do I not know about this? Okay, whatever. All right, so 28th, that's Pokemon Legends Arceus. Uh, we have, in January, also Rainbow Six Extraction. That's the Rainbow Six with the aliens. That,
0: yeah, well, that looked a little bit like a pandemic, because it was originally supposed to be a pandemic, right?
1: That, exactly. Uh, yeah. February, we have Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song, which has been delayed a million times, which I probably think will be delayed again.
0: Again, stupid name. Way too long. Eh, yeah, yeah. Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song. Yeah, well... <laughs> whatever. D- d- I don't whatever. know. Just be whatever. more af- Video- economical with your titles. Video games, please. man.
1: Uh, <laughs> a- April, we have Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl, which looks pretty good if you like those type of survival games. Uh, I'm not going to read these other games that are slated because they're just not like Test Drive Ultimate Solar Clown like and then we have in November wow just
0: friggin dismissing Test Drive Ultimate my yeah, favorite games here's whatever ever.
1: whatever <laughs> and then November 11th we have Starfield but those are the only big big games that have What's release days if you go to any other website and you look at it, all these
0: other games that have been pushed to 2022 do <clears throat> not have release dates yet I'm That's- sorry when was the last time a game came out literally on it's release date that wasn't made by Nintendo Ratchet and Clank because you just corrected me earlier (laughs) was it did it get delayed I bet you if you looked through it at some point in it's history it got delayed why even give a date just give a range or just, like, drop the game whenever... <laughs> it, this is, it's just... It's so much. It's, like, impossible, dude. Oh, Breath of the Wild got delayed. So oh, not even Nintendo is safe from this. Okay, okay. Yeah, Breath of the Wild was delayed. I forgot about that. Um, I don't mind delays either. I don't think anyone even minds no, them anymore. I yeah, think, I like, understand. most fans are on board with delaying. It's just... It seems like there's no reason to tell somebody when it's going to come out. because it's so telling from the state
1: of what video games are. And I know there's a lot of disgusting stuff going on in with, that we haven't really covered. But it just, mm-hmm. like... Does, is it telling that cyberpunk got all these lawsuits and all and all this trouble for releasing an unreleased game and now all of a sudden all these companies that were had like hard release dates are being pushed back like was the common practice for all these developers and studios where they just like we'll release the game on the date that we need to release it to appease our stockholders and then we'll fix it as we go is that
0: where we were i guess i i'm always baffled by why cd project red got it so bad like I know that the game was broken when it came out so like i get that part of it but like people seem gleeful to like destroy that company i don't understand like why it's just a bizarre response to that the launch of that game yeah and we
1: talked about cyberpunk extensively and like putting apart the like people being happy that things are listen people are happy people seem like to be celebrating covid right now because like they like the mask mandates are back and people are like yeah well I wore my mask so I'll... like it just, it's weird I think people would get gleeful about things just to prove themselves right now because the sure. ego of Americans are all people and <laughs> right now it's just crazy but yeah I think cyberpunk taking the audience fervor away and you know just how that game was received it was a colossal fail. It was a colossal failure on the same yeah. level as No Man's Sky, on the same level as Watch Dogs in a lot of way, where gamers were promised something and it just, it just didn't deliver. Um, so, and I'm and, you know, and just going back to my original point, I'm wondering if a lot of developers were just like sitting on that and just knew, they were, like I said, were we just at a point where we were releasing games broken and unfinished and then just like developers were just sitting back and just like getting crunched afterwards to fix those games
0: as they were released? And when people stopped paying attention to it, too. You know, like, you're not following, the, like, any crunch issues after the game is released the same way you would before it, unless it's, like, truly over the top. I do think that, to use my canary in a coal mine situation scenario one more time, Cyberpunk it got trashed so bad it got just like annihilated right like it got pulled off of stores and there were lawsuits and blah 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 i think everyone's afraid of that happening now and there's no benefit to it if the goodwill with audiences are that like hey we're not as upset about delays as we used to be that said a lot of these places are public companies and they have shareholders that they're beholden to and those people do care
1: that's true They, they care but yeah you're right the general consensus of audiences that are above like 12 years old is that like we want delays because we want the game to work, right?
0: Yeah, I want to get something for 60 bucks. <laughs> no.
1: Well, I want it to work, if, especially if you're paying 70. And that's another thing we got to talk about like, you're paying $70 mm-hmm. now, so yeah. I think if it was still like it is a whatever, uh, you know, I think if games were still 40 to 60, they wouldn't be as beholden, but that, that $10 makes a huge difference. And yeah, maybe, I'm not made at $10, man. And maybe that's why those sales of those PlayStation 5 games were low, because no one wants to pay $70 for a game right now.
0: Which Especially is- if you're... When you look at the games, too, look, both of those games are pretty... I hate this word, because I say it one way, and then I say that Niche? Niche? Niche. Um, ni- niche? <laughs> niche? I'm going to say niche, just because niche. F you. Niche. <laughs> niche. They're both very niche games, like rich. Um, <laughs> Returnal is like... It was a pretty difficult game. It's um, pretty... it's a very very difficult game it's like way more mature it probably scared some people it's for adults yeah exactly right so like that one is that and then Ratchet & Clank is a kids game I mean I think that's reductive to say that and I think you know Mario is a kids game too and that game's freaking amazing and so is Ratchet & Clank Uh, but I do think that both of those these are not like your God of War this is not like your Horizon this is not Ghost of Tsushima these aren't like you know big blockbuster games they do have a smaller target audience than maybe some of the other ones do Mm, yeah yeah, that's my two cents on that subject.
1: And I agree with you. I, you know, there's not a lot of argue here. I'm, you know, I'm just. It's, it's. I would like for Sony to be a little bit more transparent with those numbers because that report was kind
0: of <laughs> keep open. That
1: that report was really hard to read. It's really hard to kind of like piece out the information in that report.
0: Well, it's also because it's a uh, Japanese company. Everything's in yen. This was... I mean, I used to have to cover these. It's very difficult. So, like, you're doing a currency translator, and then they... Every earnings report is, you know, they're made to make the company look as good as possible. So, you kind of have to suss through a lot of information. It's very... They're very dense. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know,
1: difficult time to make games right now. Difficult time to make games right now. Difficult time to put games out right now. We Mm -hmm. didn't even touch on the pandemic issues.
0: True. Yeah, but, I mean, they're they're just... the pandemic is now endemic we all know like everyone is affected by the pandemic like it's it it almost doesn't even need to be mentioned anymore because everyone just is aware of it it's been you know we're going on two years now dude like we get it like the pandemic made everything hard um i had a point and then i lost it because i made my awesome turn of phrase pandemic endemic and now i don't remember what i was saying that
1: was good god it's making me crazy it was good um yeah at least you got that oh
0: this is what I was trying to say. Yeah, it is a difficult time for games. It's certainly a difficult time for uh, AAA games and for big marquee names. But the indie scene is thriving, and it's really having a moment right now. Because if you're looking at Game of the Year, I saw this floating around today, is Death Store a legitimate contender for Game oh, of the Year? Oh, yes.
1: A year oh, after yes.
0: Hades was pretty much regarded oh. as the Game of the Year, even if it didn't win.
1: Oh, Death Store is definitely frontrunner for a lot of people to be Game of the Year, because that game is fantastic. It's a phenomenal little game little game can i call it a little game i think yeah, I it's a bit of an insult game. what you just said i can call it a little game it, you know it takes like a, i think 20 to 25 hours to complete but it's just it's one of those games that doesn't feed you anything it doesn't tell you anything it drops you into the world has you figure things out yourself it's in the same vein as that legend what is the legend of zelda i so i don't i've never played it um, I think you're
0: thinking A Link to the Past the yeah, one that was that on the one, SNES that one, yeah. that
1: one. Um, which
0: so- is on Nintendo Switch Online right now by the way and is a fantastic game if you've never played it because I never played it as a kid and I played it as an adult and really loved it
1: I might play it now because I like the way I never played these games as a kid because I was a, I was very impatient mm-hmm. um, I was the type of kid that, <laughs> that liked- tracks yeah. if I lost a Madden game I would turn the game off and play it again like I was I, I could not if I failed I would break controllers I had a lot of anger
0: issues growing up God, you were a sore loser, and you were a total brat.
1: Oh, I was a total sore loser, and I was the type of person that, like, if you if I beat you in Madden and I had a hard time, I would never play you again, just so I could say I beat you last time. Who won last time? Undefeated, undefeated, baby. Um, but yeah, I, I, that game is a game that I think if you love those old school type of exploration and it's still challenging, right? I think you should purchase this game. I, I I really do, and I think it's I think it's a contender for a lot of people. To be game of the year and i honestly don't know what can compete with it yeah i'm looking at Ratchet. The i guess mm-hmm. ratchet is up there yeah ratchet is Ratchet's really good.
0: great i really love ratchet but what does it do that's different than anything i haven't done in the i guess that's oh, not even really oh, something i have
1: to oh oh man the way that was game you can jump through those rifts, and there's no loading screens the way those cinematics are handled it is yeah it's, it's gorgeous it's, a, it's amazing it's not gorgeous just gorgeous it's a powerful game because there's a lot it is. going on under the hood in that game
0: i agree actually like um even at the very beginning like right when it throws you in on that coruscant level mm-hmm. if you just like stand there and look around at what's around you it's truly amazing
1: yeah and i think you know in insomniac is really good at making stories too i think at that story in that game you know it's, it's a kid's game right so you know, it's, it's not going to be monumental. It's not. There's not going to be a lot of sudden shifts or anything like that. But I think what it was doing, they did it very well. I think the performances were really, really good. I think the new mm-hmm. characters introduced. I absolutely loved Rivet. Um, I loved Katie. I think those two characters were fantastic. I think the voice acting behind those two characters are ex- fantastic. But it's, I'm also very biased towards Deborah Wilson. Um, she is stupendous. Uh, I, has been on the podcast. Has not trying to get her on. Uh, no.
0: Okay. I've I've met her a couple times. I thought she was on for some reason.
1: Yeah, but she's fantastic. She's fantastic in that game. Um, so yeah, you know, I think it's going to be a tough year to divvy out play, um, game of the year because there just haven't been that many games coming out this year. But I think the get, the good games that have come out this year have been really good. Um, but man, Death Store is a wonderful game and i I could be wrong i think it was made
0: by two people i wouldn't be surprised but that's not even bizarre anymore for games to be made by two people and have such an impact so that's what i'm saying about this indie scene not only is it thriving but they're competing and showing you a a group of three four two people even one person look at stardew valley can have the same impact that a studio with like literally a thousand people working on a triple a title can have
1: and that's what i'm scared about um next year you know and i brought up that because you know, reporters seem to be covering what is hot, right? It doesn't seem like you have a lot of, and I could be wrong, but it seems like 10, 15 years ago, games were just being thrown out there and they were actually being covered. It seems like there's so much politics and there's so much just discussing stuff going on with studios. That's mm-hmm. where the attention is going to in video game coverage. And not a lot of attention is going to actually covering games. So I feel like when a dev store comes out and it reviews well, and people see it reviewing well, then everyone jumps on to review that game, and that's yep. like... So I'm wondering, like, with these triple A titles, are we just going to see a bunch of really good indie games kind of be lost in the shuffle with the way video game coverage is ha- being handled right now?
0: Yes, I 100%. I mean, I don't even think that that is exactly what it is. It's also, you, you know, you have such a small group of people who make up, like, whatever the gaming press is, yep. which, frankly, has far less sway than I think it ever has. And I think that's true across all of media truthfully. Um, I think the same way that there's this democratization of making art, I think the way that art is received and reviewed is also being democratized. It's not being it already is democratized in such a way. Independent people, independent youtubers, independent you know, Twitter people who do don't have an outlet or have just as much sway, if not significantly more sway than these institutions that have been around for 20 years. I think that's inarguable. I don't I, in fact I know, having been at and inside of these places, that we're aware of it and you try and figure out like how you do that. You know, if one random person and I say random as if that's like an insult to this person, but I just mean one person who runs a YouTube account literally has more influence on a larger audience than something like, I don't know, Variety or T H R or I G N. And they do.
1: Well less let's, let's go into a game spot and game informer, right? So Polygon Kotaku like no one's really covering games until they act, act until someone else covers them and they say how good they are and you're right like the way that I consume games coverage is a lot different because now like I don't listen I I know I'm not on the inside okay I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not a reporter I'm not reporting this I care about what's going on because I'm a genuinely care, you know I care about people but like it doesn't affect me right so um and i want i'm more along the lines of like i want to see how this all plans out to see if there's going to be any actual sub- um, change being made before i go out there and i try to make it a, a, an opinion or i try to attack anyone you know what I'm, you get what i'm saying i'm not
0: trying no to- i get what you're saying I, I also i don't even look i think people are doing good work at these places and you need to cover these types of issues like i think labor issues are important i think like you know these studio issues are important they are incredibly important i, I just think I didn't think that. I'm just saying that, like, if that's the only thing that these places are covering now, and they're not covering games, which they still cover games, too. I'm just... I'm not... Sorry, but I think, like, we're arguing two different points. What I'm saying is is that in terms of, like, influencing a market and saying, like, these are the games that we should be playing, or, like, the games that are interesting to me, I think that a lot of people turn to smaller individual personalities that they know, as opposed to, like, an institution to tell me... that's what I was
1: going to say, yeah. We're arguing the same point. um, Okay. Because that's what I was going to... Like, I was about to allude to. I go to these YouTube personalities... Like the Archaics, um, A-R-K-E-Z or something like that I could be spelling. Like I'm, I'm putting him out there because I like Monster Hunter and he covers Monster Hunter. So yeah. if a new Monster Hunter update comes out or if a new Monster Hunter game comes out, I'm going to him because he's going to talk about the game. He's not going to be talking about anything else around the studio. He's not going to be talking about anything else around the development cycle. Right. He's going to be talking about the game. <clears throat> and I don't think we have a lot of... In um, major publications just talking about the game anymore um.
0: I agree with you I think that there's, there's a tendency it's also a hard not to crack I know again from being on the inside uh, game goes through it's cycle so like you do the lead up to it then the game comes out then there's the review and then you might have like a week of like supplemental coverage on it and then you just kind of move on yeah. You know, and you don't really talk about it anymore. And now, especially with games that live on for long periods of time, it's it's the Roblox question or the Minecraft question that we used to ask all the time. What's the story right now in Roblox or Minecraft? Well, there's tons of stories in those games. They're the most popular games on the planet, and people aren't really covering them in that way. Right. Right. I just uh, there's just so much happening. I in fact, in fact I feel for publication And how I, could you possibly cover all and of And this, I'm not but,
1: complaining. Like I don't mm-hmm. don't think that I'm attacking reporting. Like I've seen people like, "Oh, reporters are just they're her- hor-. no, you have there's the game industry has changed where there's a mm-hmm. lot more insight to like the actual studios and people want to see coverage on that." So, I'm not I'm not saying that like it need it doesn't need to be coverage. I'm just saying take the money and pay more people and like it, you know, expand, right? um if you have it like expand like have people doing the investigative reporting have people covering the games have people doing reviews just don't don't have one person doing all of this because that's when all these other things are just going to be diluted and we're, we're going to lose it
0: yeah i worry about losing the the love of the art form yeah. is what i miss and i feel like there's there's less focusing on it as an art form and a lot of focusing on it as a business everyone seems to be a business or a labor reporter or like a um like a social issues reporter. I'm not saying everyone does because they still have this, but it, it just, I, I I hope we don't lose the artistry of this and covering this as artists because there's so many wonderful, amazing artists working in this.
1: Yeah, and you know, and it's like, even this last week, it, it didn't bother me, but it was it was telling, right? Because there was a lot of news going on. We had Microsoft Simulator come out this week, Flight Simulator. Flight Simulator, me. yeah. We had um, The Ascension come out on Xbox. It's the Xbox-inclusive mm-hmm. We had Chris Tales come out, which is a JRPG made by a smaller studio. We also had uh, Death come out this week. We also had um, Pokemon Unite come out this week. We had a very, very big week in video games, and it, it it took me a long time to find information on those games that were released. Like I was, I'm really interested in Chris Tales. I had to do a lot of research to find a review on that game. Mm-hmm. Um, And, you know, that's that's just something that's kind of concerning for me. And and I I could be
0: sounding like an old man yelling at a cloud right now, but... No, I think you're almost the opposite, you know? Like, it, it feels like this is... It's become mature in lots of ways. Um... And what they cover, like, they're bigger issues than just writing about the artistry. But I also don't feel like – I th- I hope people aren't looking at it that way. You can be just as mature and write about, like, the making of games or, like, how the games impact as entertainment because yeah. at the end of the day, that's what they are. Uh, like, not everything has to be, like, an investigative report on these things. And people do cover this, and it might just be also – Look, if something gets more clicks or it starts trending on Twitter, like that's what's happening. And you might not be getting these things trending because it's just a game and people aren't like paying as much attention to this one random game. So I do think it's both sides of it. I just I do worry about just losing that love of like what the, the art form of this and celebrating the people who are creating the art form. And I'm you know I'm also
1: worried about the diversity of stories that are coming out because it seems like everyone's jumping on the one. Story that's popular and we're losing like a lot of other Yeah, that'll always happen. (laughs) And it's extremely negative, right? It's no, Mm -hmm. you don't hear any positive stories going on. You don't hear about the small studio that band together, you know, in like a small country. Um, Like this, Chris Tales is a developer from a South American country who Mm -hmm. they really love JRPGs and they made an homage to a JRPG. Like the game has a lot of issues, but there's a lot of beauty in that game. Um, I'm slowly getting through it it's, you know, it's a hard game to play in some, in some instances, but you can like the development, the art style,
0: like you can tell there's a lot of love in this game. And I think people like developers like that need to be highlighted. I agree and I think that this is another issue that happens sometimes is that you'll highlight one developer but then not talk about the other developers that came before them or like the other people who work in this space. How often do you see like the women in gaming articles and they talk about how rare it is to have a you know a woman executive as a game company which is rare. rare. You know yeah, there yeah. aren't as many as you think there would be but there are some and there's there's quite a few and like a lot of them you you mention ones that they exist in a vacuum. And then you don't mention the other people who are working in this space. And that's doing a disservice to the work that those other people are already doing in this space as well. You know, if you're going to highlight one person, make sure you're following that trend. And then follow, you know, highlight everyone else who's doing that type of work. We had Ariel Knight on a couple weeks ago. And it was cool. You know, he's a young black yeah. developer from Detroit yeah. who made a game by himself yeah. that got a whole bunch of pickup. And that was an amazing story. And I hope that... If when I'm sure this will happen, I'm sure they're already out there. In fact, like if I did any research on this, I knew it was going to come up. I'm sure I could find you some. But he's not the only person who's doing this, you know. And to act as if like he is the only person it does a disservice to the other people who are doing it. You should celebrate the people who do it while also being. Now I'm more open to looking for more voices like his. Right,
1: right. I completely you know? agree. I completely agree. And you know, like you said, those are happening from the small YouTube uh most not small but you know some of the major youtube partners you see them kind of bring people on but uh uh-huh. you know it's it's just it's a weird state right now and i like and it's, i'm concerned about 2022 because there's going to be so many stories coming out in addition to so many games released in 2022 mm-hmm. i wouldn't want to be a reporter in that industry next year you're gonna get some- yeah, it's impossible
0: oh, you God. know there's just too much going on yeah
1: it's way too much and then you have like the Apple and Epic. Lawsuit, which is probably going to start, you know, heating up next year. Well, it's already yeah. heated up, but you know, it's going to continue in the next year. We'll probably get it. Elon
0: Musk tweeted about it. Who
1: cares? Um, it's probably <laughs> going to, like, um, you know, it's going to catch fire. More people are going to be covering it next year. Uh, you have the labor issues that are going to continue to, um, you know, get play next year. We're going to, I, we're going to have more just discussing behavior towards women and minorities. I hate saying minorities. People of color um in these uh, d- uh studios that we're seeing you know so we're gonna get a lot more of these stories we're gonna get a lot more whoever who knows what else we're gonna get with the crunch stuff you know what i mean like mm-hmm. so there's just a lot going on in this industry right now and it seems like if you're a major publication you need to be, you need to just put money in video games hire people to cover it and pay people with freelancing yeah. people man like hire Lucky, them that's
0: the, that's my number one thing all the time <laughs> like that's all i ever talk I about I know. It's it's bananas that it's still looked at as if this thing's literally it's not even just the leading medium in entertainment, it is by like three and fourfold the leadest the leading medium in entertainment. Oh, they're gonna take it seriously. I I think twenty twenty
1: two is probably gonna be the shift. Because you're just going to see so many video games coming out, and I think everyone... Yeah, because
0: Netflix is now in it, so everyone's like, oh, well, we don't want to miss the boat exactly. on that.
1: Exactly, and I also think that everyone everyone owns a console now. Like, what was the statistic yeah. that came out? Like, 7 out of 10 people have a Switch. So, like, right. you know, like, people own it, and people are probably going to be clamoring. It, like, this Delta variant is out there. I don't think... I haven't seen people out, so I think people are still going to be home playing video games. So, it's. I think this industry is going to, if it hasn't... I think it's going to hit, its, not its peak, but I think it's going to slowly start exploding to the point where we're going to see, like, a massive just change in the culture, change in the coverage of the culture, sh- a massive shift in how people, because right now it's still looked at, like, oh, you play video games in your mom's basement. Like, I think all of that is going, it's going to be, a, we're going to have a major shift in the next two to three years.
0: And it's, it's like it's already happened. It's just the older, stodgier, like, establishment people just need to catch up. Yeah. It's already here. It's just that they're not saying it, so it makes it seem as if it's not. Because then you, you go with the Olympics, the opening ceremony, and it's like, oh, they played video game music at the opening ceremony of the Olympics. Like, of course they did. First off, it's, like, really, really popular. And it's not like every time video games show up in mainstream like if it's a category on jeopardy and we act as if like oh wow they know about video games like what world are you living in and also video games came from japan <laughs> like right. it's japan right that's where almost all the classic video games from like the 80s and 90s came from in the first place right 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 and yeah and i
1: read somewhere that like lady gaga was supposed to come out of a um uh <laughs> she
0: was supposed to come out of a pipe yeah. wearing, like
1: a uh, mario hat. yeah so but <laughs> i guess something happened with nintendo um I would, Shocker! I would love to see Lady Gaga come out of a Mario pipe singing something. That would be that would be insane.
0: Um, Put Lady Gaga on everything. I don't care. I cannot get enough Lady Gaga. Put her all over the place. Oh, so we're Team Lady Gaga on this podcast? Are you not uh, Team Lady no, Gaga? I, she's incredible. I'm
1: like I was having a moment yesterday where I was just like, why do I like this woman so much? Like I don't really listen to her music. I don't. I've never seen any of her movies. But every time I see people talk about her and like try to diss her, I'm like, no, you don't talk about her. Now you leave her alone. Like she's a wonderful
0: woman. So yeah, she just seems really great, and she's just so stupendously talented. She's one of those people that, like, even if you don't listen to their music, you're just like, yeah, but they're incredible, right? Like, you don't have to be a fan of their music to understand how talented yeah. she is. Yeah, yeah, that's all I'm saying. And she seems like she's really nice. And she wore a meat dress to her MTV awards, so yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, immediately, if you dress up in meat, then I'm down. Yeah, like, that's it.
1: If, if you're going through that much to make a statement, then yeah.
0: If you're going to brave, you know, like, who knows? You never know if there's going to be a mountain lion. Yep. That's my thing. Yep. Everywhere you go, you think there's not going to be, but you can't really know. Especially in that wild,
1: wild area that you live in called Southern California. There's animals everywhere. Oh, yeah. yeah,
0: so. oh, yeah. People get eaten by mountain lions every day. Yep. I mean, don't verify that, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah. There's mountain lions were everywhere. It'd, be, it'd just be foolish and irresponsible, frankly, to walk around as if a mountain lion isn't going to carry your way at any given point. That's so why I don't go to that disgusting place. We don't have mountain lions in Northern California. I don't think that's true.
1: Just rainbows and love. <laughs> no mountain lines. No mountain lions. <laughs>
0: Put that on the. No mountain lions. <laughs> Unlike the welcome to San Francisco.
1: <laughs> no mountain lions, rainbows and No mountain lions. Come on. And pee. Come on if over. You want to smell
0: pee um, everywhere? Come to San Francisco. We are. get. Oh my God, hold on. We actually have mountain lion attack <laughs> stats <laughs> from our producer, Riley. A total of 126 attacks, 27 of which are fatal. Oh my God, have been documented in North America in the past 100 years that's that's pretty low frankly barely over a hundred a year i mean barely over one a year based on that
1: and children are particularly vulnerable interesting all right so keep your kids close when you're out there in the wilderness people <clears throat> yeah kid can't fight off mountain lion. no no i mean maybe like a big kid could but maybe chances are you can't punch no mountain lion in the nose all right you can't punch that thing in the nose and have it go away so
0: no i've tried no yeah they're wily, mm-hmm. those mountain lions. Mm-hmm. You need, like, Dwayne Johnson to be there in the Jungle Cruise to fight those things off. I don't I have no idea what we're talking about. This has been a very strange podcast, but we are running out of time. Um, I would like to wrap up because we talked about it. <laughs> Sorry. We keep getting fed mountain lion facts <laughs> from our producer. <laughs> like, how to survive a mountain lion attack. Maintain eye Never contact. Never run. No, this should be in here. This is If people yeah. don't care about the video game news, at least they'll know how to survive a mountain line attack. Yeah. This is important. Yeah. Yeah. Maintain eye contact. Never run past or away from a mountain lion. Don't bend over. So if you're taking a crap in the woods, you're You're, done. you're gone. You're done. That's it. Especially if Unless, you're your Switch. Oh, yeah. See, that's the thing. That's why I don't go camping with my Switch. No. You're, it's tempting because you want to, but I'm not going to get eaten by a mountain lion. I don't want to be one of those 126 people. No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Uh, sorry. We need to get back on track. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you mentioned that you were playing a lot of video games. Oh, I want so to many. Those video games are.
1: So many. Okay, I'm playing Pokemon Unite. I'm playing uh, Death Store, of course. Um, I, put, I put a long day into Microsoft Flight Simulator. Um, Did you? Yes. Uh, really enjoy that. I'm playing
0: Chris Tales. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to get into Microsoft Flight Simulator. That's my one for uh, the foreseeable future that I'll be diving into. I'm really bummed out because I made a pitch for a story before I started my new job um, back when I was still writing. And I, I hate flying, as you know, because yes. we flew to Cancun yes. together, and it was a miserable experience for me. And everyone made fun of me and I, pretended that the plane was crashing. I was one of those uh, people. Yeah, you're a bad person and a bad friend. Um, hey, loss
1: was popular I, then. Okay, that, sorry, sorry, but loss was very popular, so it was very easy to make that yeah. joke. But go ahead.
0: I was on a plane once, and there were two kids in front of me, and their names were Jack and Sawyer. And I've never been that afraid on an airplane <laughs> in my car, like. It was horrifying like why this woman would say those names out loud like just don't even talk to your kids if that's the case you're irresponsible to bring those kids there on was a plane. young
1: girl in, named Kate in the back that they were both fighting over throughout the entire flight yeah
0: yeah and then some bald kid named Block who died inexplicably halfway through and ruined the entire show um <laughs> <laughs> What the hell was I talking about? Microsoft Flight Simulator. I'm afraid of flying. I wanted to use the game to get better at flying, and then I was going to have a company like take me up and give me flying lessons, and now I can't do it, and I'm very disappointed.
1: Uh, that would have been a great story.
0: I know, and maybe I'd be a pilot. You know, it could have been you know the great American story of how Pat became a pilot.
1: Yeah, that would have been. I I think you should jump into Microsoft Flight Simulator because that game does a good job of simulating what, like how like being in the air. Um, so I would get some headphones. I would get in there and I would I would try to that m- that might be a good way to like slowly bring down that anxiety you have with flying.
0: I, I'm doing it. I'm gonna grow out my mustache. I'm gonna talk. Hey, this is Pat. I I'm gonna talk like this to the microphone all the time. You have a and lot of I'm pilot aviators
1: You have a lot of pilot en- energy. If you woke up I, one
0: th- morning and you were like, "Hey, Edmund, I'm a pilot now," I'd be like, "Yeah, okay." okay makes sense yeah. yeah I feel like pilot energy and dad energy are pretty much interchangeable they're they're like the exact same thing yeah yeah. once you de- become a dad you start having inclinations become a pilot yeah it's true I've been dreaming about planes I find myself going <laughs> around my house a lot it's science. So but yeah t- uh, it, that game
1: is incredibly hard I'm like I want to master it that's one of those games that I'm like I'm not even kidding I sat down with it for like six hours and then I was just like okay I can make this flight I got it I can make a flight from Reno to Oakland very easy i did i launched at like seven during the night forgot that mm. Reno's surrounded by mountains so i was like oh, killed everybody uh, yeah born. i hit a mountain like straight like five minutes into that flight so yeah yeah see
0: the thing with flying is you shouldn't run into things you shouldn't That's like you should probably compensate
1: for how high mountains are
0: <clears throat> true and there's uh, to make it even worse mountains are where mountain lions live it's right in the name Those mountain lions God damn it Those mountain lions probably ate me and my passengers They're
1: just biding their time They're waiting I mean that's the number one thing they do Is eat A mountain lion probably survivors. jumped up On my fl- on my wing Okay I'm blaming the mountain lions right now For that, that failed flight
0: Yeah Was Michael Shatner William Shatner God damn it I are screwed <laughs> William Shatner
1: Yeah Michael Shatner Who's that Spock
0: well, I mean, now you're mixing your stuff from the 60s. I don't know what's going on. All right, I'm going to wrap up this podcast because we're completely <laughs> off field. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Uh, we want to know what you're playing, and we want to know what you're playing it on. The United States mountain line estimate of um, populations is between 20 and 40,000 mountain lions, by the way. <laughs> That's why everybody know that.
1: So if you want to hear more Mountain Lion news, make sure that you tune in to the Donkey Kong artist. If you have any Mountain Lion uh, information that you would like to send to us, make sure that you contact... If you
0: are a Mountain Lion and found our podcast after you ate somebody. Oh, no. We don't like you. Reach out to us at
1: thedonkeyconartist at at gmail.com. Again, thedonkeyconartist.com. At gmail.com. We are fielding questions, comments, concerns. If there's interviews that you would like us to try to land, let us know. We are always looking at our emails, and we have been be getting some f- feedback, so we might be
0: going back in the questions next week. And we love it. Thank you all very much for listening. We love you, and we will see you next week. Now we fade away. Fade away. Fade away. Fade away. I don't know hey, why
1: everybody. I'm, like, hiding from the camera. There's no camera on. Oh.
0: I just do it instinctively.
1: The Donkey Cat Podcast. Hi, Earl. Okay. (laughs)